I would like to read a passage from Whispers from Eternity uh, by Paramahansa Yogananda. This is Prayers on the Beads of Love. I tell my prayers on the beads of love, strung with my devotion. I direct them beyond all names, God, Spirit, Brahma, Christ, Shankara, Krishna, Buddha, Mohammed, for all names are thine, and I shun no name, for I know thou dwellest in all forms. In thy cosmic dramas, on the stage of time, and in thy myriad acting roles, thou hast assumed innumerable names. Behind them all, too, I know thy one changeless name, eternal, conscious, self-existent bliss. Many times have I played with thee. Many songs of thine have I sung. On the ocean bosom of thy eternal life, I've been nurtured by thee as a tiny drop of life. I remember thy warm touch through the centuries, whenever, feeling the chill of separation, I turned homeward to thee. Again, in this daylight of remembrance, let me play with thee. Let me sing thy songs. So, Durga gave us this reading from St. John, the most mystical of the four evangelists and the disciple that Christ loved most and who was charged with being the son of Mary at the cross because Jesus was leaving the body. And Swami Kriyananda pointed out that there are, let's just make it easy, uh, there's two ways to live in the world. There's the world of duality and seeing everything in polar opposites, or there's the world of unity. God is the creator. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and we were in the beginning with God, and that reality. The spiritual path in all traditions, brought by all masters, is a way to lift our consciousness out of the duality and to put it into the vision of unity. That sounds simple, doesn't it? It's a little more complicated because of Maya. Because there is a force that is consciously trying to complicate this and make it more difficult. And little Yogananda, Mr. Lal Ghosh, sitting on his little bed, the lights of the masters appear, and they say, we're the Himalayan yogis. He says, I want to be like you. And then that turns into the light. It says, I am Ishwara. I am light. The all-pervading, the unity. All spiritual practice is to free us from the ego and the false identification that we're separate, that we're 
in accordance with the world. What does the world tell us? Your, your net worth, your, your ethnicity, you're the island your grandparents were born on, you're this, you're that. Swami Kriyananda said, echoing Master, your real name is Om. Your real name is the Word that St. John talked about. Now, in practical matters, we don't use that all the time because the phone list would be a disaster. <laughs> but we are, in fact, Om. We are spirit. We are not the body, the net worth, the education, the skills, the failures, this affirmation of success. We're not the mistakes we've made. Who lives in that reality? The masters. All of them do. Buddha, Christ, Kuan Yin. All images of perfection are free from the limitations. You know, one definition that I've heard of Maya is the measurer. Measure everything up. Cut it all up. You're bigger, you're taller, you're shorter, you're poorer. <laughs> but is that reality? The reality is that we're at the beginning with God. After Christ resurrected, he spent 40 days on earth using the body to bless people, to play with people, to tell them jokes, <laughs> to have them realize that he had resurrected the body because Christ's consciousness, the spirit, is the reality. When he got to the end of those 40 days, he said to the disciples, I will send the comforter bringing all things to your memory. By that he meant the Om technique, the Om presence, the word that Durga just read of John. And on Ascension Thursday, he dematerialized the body. In the Christian tradition, he, he lifted it up so he could see where he was going. But he lifted it up, he dematerialized it. And then Sunday, three days later, the Pentecost, the coming of Om, came to the disciples. I will send the Comforter. And in the Bible, it says they had a flame above the seventh chakra. Okay, light, we got it. But we, he, I will send the comforter to bring all things to your memory. What do we have to remember? Master said that yoga is memory, smriti. Remembering. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And we are part of God. You are a part of all that is. That's the only reality. We remember that we've always been God. And that's why we practice spiritual practices. We practice the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. We practice the Kriya of Babaji. The Buddhists practice their practices. Christians practice, modern Christians practice different practices, all based on remembering the Word was with God, it was in the beginning, it's omnipresent, all-pervading, 
all blessed. That's why we did the chant. We're always in God. But the world disagrees with that. And our problem is we listen to the world too much. <laughs> we don't listen to the guru enough. And so in the new year, let's listen to the guru more. <laughs> let's practice Om. Listen to Om. But what does Om tell us? That not only Master had this vision of these yogis, these Himalayan yogis sitting. And so, of course, we know some of them, Babaji and Lahiri and Yukteswar. But I see a bunch of yogis sitting in the temple of light. Who are you? We are the temple of light yogis. I want to be one with you. I want to live in that light. I want people to see that light. The darkness comprehended it not. The world does not comprehend brotherhood, world brotherhood, yet in general. And so the saints and the avatars come with a message that the word is the reality, that Om is the reality, that the Divine Mother is the reality. Om is a name for the Divine Mother. Akar, Ukar, Makar, A-U-M. Creation, preservation, dissolution, Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, the manifestation of God in the world. We have to dedicate ourselves every year. We have to rededicate ourselves. And Kriyananda would always give us a pep talk on January 1st, but he would oftentimes talk about all the bad things that were going to come. <laughs> And he already left, and they never came. But we can see them. You can see what, where does worldliness lead you? The world we live in. Where does the spirit lead you? The temple of light. The Himalayan yogis. And the Buddhist yogis. And the Sufi yogis. And the fill in the blanks. All paths lead to God. All lead to unity. As Swami said, there is nothing else. This whole duality, it's wrong. <laughs> Do we know it's wrong? Yes, we know it's wrong. They couldn't have Bethlehem. They couldn't have the, the Church of the Nativity this year because they're having a war. Is there a disconnect there? Or is it just me? <laughs> this is wrong. And what is the divine response? Om. Pray for peace. Celebrate Yogananda's birthday. Start the new year with a resolution. Live more in God. Turn down the volume on the worldliness. These people just are arguing and they're just mad at each other and they're throwing bombs at each other and they're invading other people's countries and I never saw Gandhi do any of that. <laughs> I watched a, a show on Gandhi recently and it was talking about when um, Pakistan and India were dividing and Gandhi wasn't in favor of it, but he had to go along with it. So he said, they said, Gandhiji, you have to come to Delhi and you have to stay here because otherwise it's just going to be riots. And he said, I'll come on one condition. The head of the Muslims and I live in the same house. We pray together. That's the solution. I don't hear that a lot lately. <laughs> But I do hear Yogananda talking all the time to all of us, his disciples. And what he's saying is, 
open your heart to me and I will enter and take charge of your life and I'll have you do practices that make you remember that you are a part of God. You're not your shortcomings. You're not your failures. You're not your accomplishments. You are light, all blessed, all pervading, all loving, all joyful. The eight aspects of God, yes. We need to foster that. We need to practice it a little bit more this year than last year. Wherever you got to last year, good. Now, let's go forward. Let's meditate twice a day, every, time, every day. Let's meditate a little deeper. Let's read these words of St. John. Let's listen to the Om. Let's sing to God. And look at your, your day. Of course, every Sunday we can come to the Temple of Light and we can celebrate Master's birthday and we can celebrate his Mahasamadha. We could and we should and we will. And wonderful. But let's do more, a little more. Try to keep your day more immersed in God, more immersed in spirit, more immersed in unity, and less in worry and considering the political situation in wherever it is that you're considering it. And spend less time in the duality and more time looking for all your brothers and sisters that are shining with God's love. That reading that Durga read, I want to just focus on one little, or reread one little part. All things were made by him, and nothing without him, not anything made that has been made. In him was life, and the light was the light of men, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There is darkness in the world. You have to be an idiot not to recognize that. But it's the maya shading the perfect light of God that is in every human being. Even the worst of sinners, by steadfast meditation on me, speedily comes to me because at the very source of each person's soul, there is a desire to be in tune with the light. And the maya has messed it up, and so people are acting horribly. But people that invade other countries are, in their minds, trying to expand their power instead of realizing that God is the power, that they have the power. People that steal things are thinking that to expand their domain. It's the maya. And so what did Christ say? Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is such a mess. This is so wrong. But it was wrong when Yogananda was alive. Look at the things that happened from 1893 to 1952. It wasn't all fun and games. But his message was the same. Forgive, love, understand. And you know what happens when you practice that year after year? You see the light that's shining in everyone. Kriyananda would go, went through the world, and we would be with him. And he would meet people 
that were rude and mean. And Swami wouldn't react with rudeness or meanness. He would either inwardly or outwardly, he would bless them because he could see through the veil of Maya. He was of that state, constant practice of yoga, and using the Guru's grace, each one of you, the fact that you came in here, you're a truth seeker, or you watched on ananda.org, there's a memory inside the soul of every one of us that remembers this maya is not the reality. The reality is the unity, it's Ishwara, it is divine love, it is in every human being. And that's how the masters live. They walk through the world and everyone is a Himalayan yogi. They have a little veil in front of them, yeah. And some of them have a big veil in front of them and they're acting incredibly badly. And what do the masters do to that? Oh. Jesus Christ tried, I mean, um, Yogananda tried to have a meeting with Hitler. Why? In the back of Hitler's mind, way in the back, there was a memory that he revered the divine when he was Alexander the Great, a previous life. Master thought, maybe if I could, if I could be there in his presence, I could bless him. Didn't happen. Okay, it didn't happen. Lots of things in this world don't happen. I'd like to just really briefly look at a quote that Master loved and repeated often. That as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the children of God. We know that quote. We say it all the time. I'd like to just look at one point in that. As many as received him, he made the children of God? No. As many as received him, he gave the power to become the children of God. He gave us the power. We've got to use it. We've got to do the practices. We've got to put out the effort. We don't just because we have a guru or a personal savior or any of that. That's good. I'm not against it. But we have to use the power. We have to make the changes in our lives if we want to be masters. And we do want to be masters. If you don't remember it, I'm reminding you now. You are a master. You are all blessed. You were at the beginning with God. And we need to remember that. We need to act on it. And we can do it this year. We can live more in God. We can spend more of our day chanting, meditating, doing Hong Sa, singing Swami's songs, singing chants, blessing people, consciously blessing people, because it'll help us to wake up from this dream, this dream that we're all separate, that Maya's winning, Maya's not winning, Maya's losing, Maya is gonna lose. How do I know that? Because Swami just said, there is nothing else but the love of God and the joy of God. It looks like there's a lot of other things. There's only the love of God. So let's spend this year and move ourselves forward closer. And I guarantee 
you will see God in more people, in more situations, in more sky, in more trees, in more flowers. You'll hear more melodies of beauty. You'll see the beauty that's all around you. That's the world that Master lived in. I think it's the world we should move to. I would like to read another whisper from eternity. This is, let me feel that thou and I are one. When the sparks of cosmic creation flew from under thy crucible of love, I danced with all the lights that heralded the coming of a myriad world. I am a little spark of thy joyous cosmic fire. O oh, thou son of life, as thy nectar poured into the little cups of human minds, filled with molten liquid of vital sparks, they thought to contain thy golden infinity in the smallness of their human feelings. In each fragile, undulating mirror of flesh, I see reflected thy restless dance of omnipresent power. In the lambent waters of life, I behold thy ever-steady, almighty life. Teach me, Christ-like, by the power of concentration to still the restless storms of desire raging on the lake of my mind. Stilling those waters, I lovingly behold thy unruffled face of cosmic stillness. Cause the little wave of my life to subside, that thy consciousness in me spread out to become thine own vastness. Let me feel my heart throbbing in thy breast, my feet moving with thy energy, thy breath breathing through mine, thy energy actively moving my arms, thy thoughts weaving all the thoughts in my brain. When I cry, thy soft sigh within me wakens me to thy joy. In thy playfulness, little bubble visions of thy creation float dancingly in the chamber of my dreams, which manifest in my sleep of delusion. Thy meteoric will courses through the skies of my own willpower. Make me feel that it is thou who art I. O oh, make me thyself, that I behold my little bubble of self ever floating in thee. the birds of the air, he who floods the hills with sunshine, he whose love all creatures share, will he not clothe us, will he not feed us, are we not like them his own, fill your chalice at his fountain, know that you
joy fill our days. O Master, may thy wisdom guide our ways. The time has come for us to see that there's but one reality upon the earth and high above the truth that all was made from love a love that calls to us to fly above the hills above the sky above the storms above the pain a land where peace and laughter reign. O Master, may thy joy fill our days. O Master, may thy wisdom guide our ways. Guide all our hopes and all our dreams Past every glow that only sees Into the light, the inner sun Into the truth that we're all one Help us to find in every hour In every thought, in every flower a joy that spans eternity, the truth that makes us ever free. O Master, may thy joy fill our days. O Master, may thy wisdom guide us. Time has come for us to see that there's but one reality upon the earth and high above, the truth that all was made from love. A love that calls to us to fly above the hills, above the sky. The storms above the pain, a land where peace and laughter reign. Oh, Master, may thy joy fill our days. Oh, Master, may thy wisdom guide our way. Into the light, the inner sun, into the truth that we're all one. Help us to find in every hour, in every thought, in every flower, a joy that stands eternity. 
unity, the truth that makes us ever free. joy fill our days. Oh, Master, may thy wisdom guide our ways. Oh, Master, may thy joy